Hey everyone, I am your host, Emily Cravel, and this is another episode of Expert Tips by Self-Advocates of ADEC. Our guest today is Chris. Hey Chris. <laughs> hey Emily, good to see you again. Good to see you too. For people who don't know who Chris is, he's ADEC's new CEO. So, what did bring you over here? ADEC? That's a great question. Mm. Well, I I have known ADEC for a long time. I grew up, uh, my dad worked at ADEC for 40 years. Um, so ever since I was born, he was working at ADEC and, and he worked over in Elkhart at ADEC Industries. And so I would go over there a lot growing up and um, I always just loved ADEC and, and the work that ADEC does. And um, so, I, yeah, when there was a position available at ADEC, I felt, uh, I really felt like it was something I wanted to be more closely involved in. And um, so uh, I'm just really happy to be here. Yeah, totally. You mentioned that your dad worked at ADEC. Uh, who's your dad for people who don't know him? Yeah, my dad's name is Carl Kingsley. And he worked, um, yeah, there at ADEC Industries. He worked a lot to to get contracts with other companies um, that could be fulfilled at ADEC Industries. Um, he did it for 40 years. Just yesterday, I was with uh, another person uh, involved in ADEC programs who who was who I worked with back um, back 20 years ago when I was working at ADEC, so it's been really fun to, to see some of the folks that I got to know years ago who are still still involved here. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, I remember like I did something similar. Like my dad is a professor at Goshen College and like just like how you saw your dad's work, like the contracts, I got to go like to the ceramic studio where my dad mm. worked. And I got to like work with a little bit of clay while I waited while, after I finished my shift at Goshen College. It's kind of special to be able to, to work in a place or to be in a place where, where one of your parents works, right? You know, my dad, one of the great examples he gave me was, um, was, was service. He was very, he, was, he has always been a person who's really focused on serving people and, and using his gifts to to serve and so in many ways I felt like I was following in his footsteps even before coming to ADEC um, with other positions that I was able to have that were really focused on serving and strengthening our community and um, but but I I you know to be able to do it at ADEC I, I don't think I would have ever anticipated that opportunity and um, so that's been a real uh, a real um, neat experience yeah like was it like a like a dream job that you had growing up or was it something that you just thought about you know growing up I'm not even sure I knew what a CEO was so I don't think I really thought about that mm -hmm. but um, but being involved in work that was for a bigger purpose. I think I, I really, I did like that. I liked watching, both of my parents were involved in, in work that was about 
strengthening the community and and um, so that part of it to be a part of something like that I I knew would be a really fulfilling thing and my dad would talk about how he looked forward to going to work every day which you don't hear too many people say that so um, so that really made an impression on me it's great that they helped shape that you like continuing to like do like for philanthropy work in a sense yeah um thank you yeah i think it's it's fun to be involved in work that that helps that that empowers people right that's what the work you do does too right the way that you try to help people have a voice to to share what they're what's important to them right yeah, sometimes I forget how powerful my words and actions have. So when you put that into perspective like that, I didn't think about how much power or how much weight the thing that I'm doing is helping others. Yeah, yeah, the work we do, we do influences people, right? can make a big difference. A lot more than I thought I could. Yeah, it's an amazing thing, isn't it? Well, I was just wondering, when you think about personal growth, are there particular things that you're growing in? Like usually like during like the new year, I tend to like take a step back and reflect on the kind of person that I was in that year and if that's the kind of person I still want to be throughout the, the rest of the year. Yeah, sure. And well, a lot of the time, sometimes I don't like what I see and sometimes I want to continue to better myself. That's great. I do the same thing. I like to look back and think about what, what went well this year and where can I grow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as part of what you've learned is how to advocate for yourself as well? Yes. Yeah. Has that been a change for you then? I would say that it's been a massive change for me, actually. And a good change, huh? Yeah, very good. It's been very positive and helping me learn to become more of an advocate for myself. How have you found that to help? The idea of self-advocacy helps through just learning what do I feel about? What, do I, mm -hmm. what am I passionate about? What do I think about? Like, what offends me? Like, of course it's easy to want to stand up for everybody else, but also like, what can I do to stand up for myself? Mm -hmm. The whole reason why I started any of this, much less even my blog, was because I, I pledged to not say the R word. Mm, sure. When I was in high school. Yeah. Like we had this like banner, and I saw the word, the actual R word, up against the billboard. And I saw that, and I thought literally someone was trying to insult somebody else. Mm hmm. I took offense in that word and I didn't realize, and through that rage, I didn't even realize that it was a lesson. Mm. Interesting. So that's, that's one way that you learned how to, to self-advocate. Think about what, how I feel, what I think, all yeah. of that. We were at the State House just yesterday, right? Yeah, that's right. Valentine's Day at the State House. Yeah, we were giving out Valentine's Day cards. That's right. You made some of those, right? I did. Like, it's our chance to, like, say thank you for a lot of other people's service to us, especially considering a lot of the 
laws they make, a lot of the stuff that they do for us in general, like you never know the laws they're gonna make if it if they're gonna help us out and I'm pretty sure they if they have before, I'm pretty sure they will more as well. Yeah, do you think it's important, you know, if if they wanted to suggest a law, do you think it's important that they hear from people like like our self advocates group? Yeah. Like I feel like it's very important for a lot of other people to know about what they do and know why like the self-advocacy group where we like meet up, why we talk to people at the State House. The State House is just very beautiful. Big beautiful building, right? Yeah, totally. Was there anyone that, that you thought was exciting to meet yesterday? Well, we met our we met our governor, Indiana's yeah. governor. Eric Holcomb, right? Yeah. Yeah, did it feel like people were pretty supportive yesterday that we met? Yeah. Linda was really cool. Yeah, yeah, Senator Linda Rogers. Yeah. She came out and spent some time with us, right? Yeah, she was very like warm and and welcoming about the whole thing. A lot of people like write people with disabilities off a lot. So like it's nice to see that there are people who still support us. What are some ways that people have shown you love? that you specifically prefer? Sure. I always, you know, I, I think when, when I'm in a, a relationship where there's mutual respect, where, where each of us is respecting each other, um, that's, that's an important way of, of showing love, I think. And um, let's see, I, uh, I appreciate people who have given me, who have cared enough about me over the years to give me feedback and to tell me, hey, this is, I'm really impressed with this and maybe you could work on this. Um, I, always, yeah. I always think that it takes a lot of courage for somebody to care enough about you to, you know, to, to give you both positive feedback, but also to give you some some critiques of about how you can improve. So that's, yeah. for me, I always think about, when I think about some of the people who have shown me love throughout my life, I think about people who have... Been honest? Yeah, who have been honest and they've really kind of invested. They've wanted to see me reach my potential. So they've given me, they've challenged me. Yeah, they would challenge you, but not necessarily bully you. That's right, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the kind of relationship that I have with my parents a lot of the time. That's great. They, they'll sometimes <laughs> challenge you, but they'll, they'll also tell you things that are going really, really well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really great thing to have in your life. Yeah, totally. Because I think we can all be challenged a bit, right? Yeah. We can all get better. Yeah. I feel like we all could get better. And also, like, I get that we all know our limits. Sure. I, I feel like to an extent, yes, we could do better, but also not to the point where it becomes like unrealistic. Like it like really makes you want to like second guess yourself and be like, can, and like, can I actually do this? Yep. Yeah, I agree. What are some hobbies that you that you love to be a part in? I have a 
for the last six or seven years, I've been roasting most of the coffee that I drink. Now that I'm at ADEC, though, I'm also drinking a lot of the coffee that we have here at Gaining Grounds. So, but I love coffee. I don't know if you call that a hobby or not. Roasting coffee is a hobby. Drinking coffee is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> uh, well, there's a a part of that, like it's kind of like, like a mixology almost, like a science of coffee, very similarly to like mixology in like alcohol. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to coffee. At Gaining Ground, they have this thing called the Lover's Lane. Nice. Frappuccino. Is that one of your favorites? Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I bet it is. And I can't help but get addicted to sugary coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Which I'm pretty sure there are some that can definitely relate. <laughs> yep, a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So we have a dog and we don't have a fenced in yard. That means that to get him out and about, we have to take him on walks. So that's my hobby is, is, is walking the dog and just exercise in general. I like to, I like to try and, and, uh, and, and exercise as much as I can. And uh, the dog forces me to get out and, and do that no matter what the weather is. Do you mention exercise? Yeah. I, I like shooting hoops my driveway or like I've seen you shooting hoops in your driveway yeah, yeah. I bet you've also seen me bike ride around yep, my absolutely yeah like those are two hobbies that I I would consider are like my top favorite since like I like as a kid it's a pastime that I've always been into for a while I like reading I like writing so that's something you you really like to write huh yeah I like as I mentioned I do own a blog what, what do you enjoy about writing? Is a chance to like slow down and think about like what I know or what I would want to like put out into something that's just bigger than just me. I love doing that. It's probably like my favorite thing in the world, expressing myself, being honest with emotions. Mm -hmm. Sorry, <laughs> you you're gonna say something. Well, I was, I was, so I was going to ask you, like the, the biking around the neighborhood. What do you enjoy about that? Uh, it's very nostalgic for me. Mm. I've been doing it as a, as a kid, so like that's definitely very interesting. My dad and I used to like share a tandem bike when I was young, and uh, sometimes I would convince myself that we were going faster than the cars. When in reality, I know they're just being slow. <laughs> so it's a favorite pastime. It brings back those memories. Yeah. It's the same thing as like reading and um, yeah, like listening to music and that kind of thing. And basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've played basketball for a lot of your life. Yes. I started off just playing in my driveway, being on the shoulders of my dad. Mm-hmm. And I know you've played with the Special Olympics before, too. Yeah. 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 That was, like, in the third grade when I first started. Okay. 
But I started going into leagues, like you said, Special Olympics. Mm -hmm. I also did basketball in sixth grade as well. Okay. Something I've always done. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great sport. Yeah. Oh, what's your favorite sport? Um, baseball is my favorite sport. I played a lot of baseball growing up. Um, and I, so I played baseball and tennis were the two sports that I played growing up. But baseball was always my favorite sport and played that through college. I think it might be one of my biggest goals in life, like is going to like a stadium game in general. Okay. Yeah. Just a stadium game in general. Yeah. Like not just with football, yeah. any sport really. Yeah. All right, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Expert Tips. This is Emily. Chris, thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation today. <laughs> I did too. And thank you for tuning in, and hopefully you can tune in again, and we'll see you next time.